Hey world, Dr. Scott Sigmund here. Today's episode of the Ortho Show podcast is going to be sponsored by OrthoLaser Orthopedic Laser Centers. I am absolutely convinced that the effects of this pandemic are going to linger for months, if not years. The way in which we deliver medical care is going to be changed forever. We have no idea when the operating rooms are open. There's going to be a long line for elective surgery. And when they do reopen, we're not even sure if we're going to be at full capacity. Basically, there's going to be a huge backlog of elective joint replacement for the elderly. There's also going to be many young patients that are going to say, you know, I just can't do surgery right now, doc. I need to get back into the workforce. I need to earn some money. I need to provide for my family. So basically, we're going to have to be forced as, as docs to find alternative treatment options for our patients for acute and chronic pain. OrthoLaser, orthopedic laser centers powered by MLS M8 laser technology is going to be that solution. Uh, the FDA cleared MLS M8 laser treatments are painless and only take about 10 minutes. So here's the deal, everybody. Our ortho laser centers are currently open in Boston, Newburgh, New York, Lexington, Kentucky, Pensacola, Florida, and soon to be opening in Atlanta, Hartford, and Portsmouth, New Hampshire. These franchise opportunities are available at this time all across the country. So whether you're an interested patient or a doctor who wants to know more, please visit www.ortholaserwithaz.com. Again, www.ortholaserwithaz.com to learn more. From Medical Media, this is The Ortho Show. So hello world, this is your favorite opioid sparing orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Scott Sigmund here hosting another great episode of the Ortho Show podcast. We're super excited to have uh, David Nichols, who is the, the CEO of Amp Recover, uh, which is a digital care management for orthopedic rehabilitation. Uh, you know, it's interesting when we first uh, uh, booked Dave, I was a little worried, you know, I was like, all right, what am I doing here? A home PT. I got my PT brothers, you know, I got Lou, Mitch, Mark, and Heidi. They're taking great care of my patients. I mean, the last thing I want to do is is have them listen up and say, oh, no, you know, we don't need you no more. The fro is out and we're, you know, we're just going to have to do it on our own. But that's not really the case. It's really, you know, when we were speaking a little earlier today, I was really fascinated by, by the actual um, foundation and, and the platform that you guys have developed. So welcome to the show, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Excited to be here. Uh, we're big fans. Uh, we were actually introduced to the Ortho Show through one of our clients, National Hip Institute, and have been following you guys ever since. So it's uh, it's a real privilege to be here. Thanks a lot. Yeah. So it's been a it's a real ni nice team approach now with Mika and Ben as producers, and I've had some extra time, so they've asked me to come on for a special series. And really, what we're trying to do is help guide our 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 listeners through this pandemic. What you know, there's so much sadness, there's so much death, and and there's just it's so hard to comprehend. But, but we are, we are going to get out of this and we are going to have to move forward and we're going to have to have solutions for what we're doing on a daily basis. So that's really our premise. So it's awesome to have an expert like yourself to come in and really sort of give us the story about, about what's going on. So tell us, tell us where you started. How'd the project get going? Yeah, so we have a pretty unique story. Um, myself, I'm actually a technologist and a product guy. So I've, I've worked on in, in startups for the last 20 years in a, in a lot of different industries. And, and the story from AMP is interesting as it was actually originally developed as an, an elite athlete management system uh, focused on the United States ski and snowboard team uh, that's run out of Park City, Utah, leading up into the Sochi Games. And so 
the, the essential thing there was they have 40,000 athletes around the country, all training to try to make the Olympic team every four years. And they're, while they're all under the same umbrella of, of the United States Olympic team, there's a, you know, there's not really any way to monitor those athletes over those four years. They come maybe for a week or two a year to the center of excellence in Park City to train. But other than that, it, they're, they're very on their own. And so we actually built the, the product with the folks, the sports science folks at USSA to basically enable that, to track track their athletes, um, their progress, any injuries that were happening, and, and, and really try to keep that connection between the two. So you started um, that with Philippon, is that correct? So it was actually started with um, this, the, the head of sports science at USSA, Troy Flanagan, who's an advisor at our company now. So he was the head of sports science for, for, the, for the Winter Olympic athletes. And it, it, was, it was a lot, it was his idea. And we were really, um, he was the subject matter expert and we were really enabling the technology because that's what we know how to do. Um, and so, you know, we built that for USSA. They did great in the Sochi Olympics. The, the, the product really helped that connectivity between the athletes. And uh, as you mentioned, Dr. Philippon at the Stebman Clinic, they're the premier provider of orthopedics and rehabilitation to the United States Ski and Snowboard team. So uh, if, you're, if you're injured as a, as a winter athlete, you're going to go to Vail, Colorado and see one of the doctors at Stebman to get repaired and, and do your rehab. And so they actually saw athletes using our product for sports performance. Uh, and light bulb kind of went off and said, hey, wow, you know, returning athletes to sport is a very similar process is training for competition uh, in assigning programs and, and, you know, monitoring athletes over time. And so we actually helped them kind of shoehorn their workflow into the product. Uh, long story short, um, you know, we saw the value that we could provide in, in orthopedic rehabilitation was actually was much larger than what we were providing in, in high performance sport. So we actually decided about two and a half years ago to pivot the entire company over, rework the product into a HIPAA compliant health application. And, and that's kind of how uh, we ended up where we are, you know, working with these really elite providers uh, that are working on professional and Olympic athletes. That's awesome. So if you go really deep on my CV, you get down to the fact that I was actually a team physician for the U.S. ski jump team with my buddy Andy Chen uh, up in up in New Hampshire. So it, this was early on, and uh, but it was just exactly that. I mean, there wasn't a lot of ability to have central care for these kids. You know, they're training wherever they are. There was only really two ski jumps in the U.S. at the time, so they were a limit, little uh, limited there. But you know what a great idea! And so you, so you know the, the trickle down theory. I mean, I did my fellowship at the Curlin Job Orthopedic Clinic, and I've always said, you know, it was great opportunity to work with these super high end athletes. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, most people are people, and so but those same principles, right, can can really sort of be uh, uh, applied to to regular people. So obviously, you started with this high end athletic population. But that's not really a, a scalable business. You're limited there as to what you can do. So, so what did you do next? How, how are you moving this thing through? Well, so th that's exactly right. So our, our thesis was kind of like, you know, hey, if we can help Olympic and professional athletes get back to the highest level of sport, trickle down, like you said, they're also seeing regular patients, regular people, non-athletes, um, even at these high-end clinics. So, you know, we could apply what we've learned there over the couple of years and really developing the product with these elite caregivers and, and bring that down to the market. So really, it was kind of like having the greatest possible first customer you could ever imagine in, in someone of that level. And also in orthopedics, as you know, you know word of mouth and relationships is, is very important. And so having a reference from guys like Dr. Mark Philippon, and, and Dr. Bird and Nashville and Nashville Hill has been great for us. So yeah, we basically, we took a very measured approach at uh, coming into the market um, about midway through last year and and started opening up the, the product generally available, but really only working with customers that 
fit what we were trying to do that had a high you know possibility of success. And so we're, we were looking for you know very forward leaning. Um, technology adept folks that, you know, they were interested, were already thinking about technology in their practices, even outside of, you know, what we're doing. And, and they were applying those kind of technologies. So we've, we started to move, you know, about a customer a month to, to those kinds of folks. Uh, and, and, and in all honesty, we, we told these early customers, look, you guys are partners. We haven't, we don't have this all figured out. Um, we need you to help us develop the product and, and really show us what to do and, and be our subject matter experts so that, you know, not everybody's gonna have the exact same workflow as the Stedman Clinic. We need to make sure this is a product that works for everyone. So we've slowly but surely, uh, pre-COVID-19, been signing those new customers and, and, and working with them and getting a really high success rate with patients, really great compliance rate, you know, just continue to, to evolve the application. Uh, and then, you know, we'll talk about COVID-19 happened and we're sort of getting thrust into, into the market at about a thousand miles an hour. But, um, up until this point, yeah, we were we were expecting 2020 to really be our growth year as, um, you know, customers across the country were really in prospects were starting to understand the need for, you know, a move into these digital health tools that it, it's not a fad. It's something that is, is going to change, you know, healthcare. And so that, that's yeah. kind of in our process. So I far. mean, I think this pandemic is, is going to absolutely change the way in which we practice medicine. Anybody thinks that we're just going to go back to old school, what we were doing before. I just I just don't see it. So you've got the high-end athletes, okay? Now, here's what I'm thinking. I'm saying, all right, we've got all these bundled payment plans that are going on right now with these large, you know, centers of excellence that are trying to steal all of our patients away from us. And the Mayo Clinic, they're grabbing patients and people are flying out to see them in the Mayo Clinic. But then I'm like, you know, you know, pre-pandemic, if you're not involved in some sort of a system in which you can manage your patients, you know, Michael Sook is a good friend out in Pennsylvania. They give a they give a guarantee on the outcome of their replacement. So if you're not providing solid therapy and patients are going to get bad results, then you're going to wind up, you know, losing money and being in for it. So 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 you move from out. So we're starting to get some of these larger groups, bundled payments, centers of excellence. How how is that making play for you? We are. And so it's and it's not just the the bundled payments and the self-insured contracting world of of large employers, it's, you know, we found it's not just large employers like the Walmarts, the Home Depots, the world that are doing this. Um, you know, we're working with a lot of third party groups that are actually calling together lots of small employers into single contracts. And we have one of these with, with a customer in South Georgia, where they're actually covering several million lives in the same way that Walmart cuts these deals with centers of excellence, but it's, it's covering multiple companies. So in my mind, uh, and I think, you know, you'll see the folks from Amazon and, and Berkshire Hathaway are thinking this as well, that companies are going to change healthcare. It's not going to be the health system that's really going to change healthcare. I really do believe that companies pushing forward on on what they're willing to pay for and not is what's going to change it. So seeing these smaller companies able to participate in these, whatever you want to call them, destination contracts, self-insured, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's the old iron triangle, right? They need access to care. They need cost containment and, and they need to be able to lower those costs. And so a lot of these smaller, which has been great for our clients, they're finding new ways, new net net revenue streams they can get even before COVID to really expand their practice outside their regional area. And, and like we said, now post COVID, we've got some providers that have been on AMP for a while that are that are they're generating completely virtual streams of revenue with patients that are actually never coming to the clinic, um, which is great for them right now that they were they're moving into that because obviously it's it's keeping the lights on until we can get back to normal. Exactly. So let's hold on reimbursement there for a little bit because we do have you know we've got a lot of patients that are listening to they're not necessarily healthcare providers or industry people. So I want you to explain to the average patient why that AMP Recover is such a great program and how it's going to be better for the patient. Walk us through that. 
Sure. So the the real uh, you know basis of what we try to do is we're trying to work for both the provider and the patient. It's it, it's it's an application that is mostly delivered on a mobile application to the patient, and and the the providers are working off of their their laptops and their computers. So we're really taking the old workflow of handing a patient a three ring binder full of paper that probably gets left in the back of the car with stick figure drawings of exercise videos, and we're just digitizing that entire workflow so that the entire organization, regardless of number of clinics, is working from a single provider playbook. They're delivering home exercise videos and crystal clear videos, evidence-based that have instructions on how to do the exercise, ensure people are doing them correctly. All of the patient-reported outcome measures and, and paperwork that you normally get as a patient, you're getting delivered electronically. And, and let's be honest, people are experiencing their consumer lives and their and, and the lifestyle portion of their lives, everything digitally and over mobile apps. And then you go to your highest level provider of an orthopedic surgeon and you're walking out with, with paper handouts. So they're expecting this level of this new sort of consumer patient um, to be dealt with. And so it's great as a patient, they go home, they get the, a nice little, you know, reminders, push notifications, that they have work to do today. They watch their exercise videos and complete them. They fill out any daily wellness questionnaires, pain surveys, depending on the organization. And then all that data goes back to the AMP platform where the team can monitor compliance. They can do telehealth visits like everyone's currently loosely talking about, but it really just gives them a digital tether to the patients to know what they're doing. And that really is a, is a, is a core value in our company. And it came from the folks out at the Stedman Clinic early on one of their original you know, drivers to me was, we need to know what are, happens to our patients when they leave the clinic in a very broad level. So you know, how are they doing? Are they at risk? And that's what we really try to focus on when we build features is like, is this helping connect the patient and the provider in a way that's valuable? That's one of our core you know, kind of mantras that we, we run everything by before we do it. So we found that patients are, are extremely happy to have it delivered this way. It's convenient. If you lose your phone, you get a new one the very next day. I mean, All right, so, you know, so here's the deal. It's just so part of the life. Let's go really granular here, okay? My mother is listening to the podcast right now, okay? And let's say she is going to undergo a total knee replacement. She gets signed up, and the doctor's part of AMP Recover. What does the doctor say to her specifically? I want them to understand the exact things that they have to do in order to be able to be a part of this. Sure. So the doctors and usually the, you know, the PA or the rehab coordinator, the, the physician assistant is going to show the application during their, their pre-surgical evaluation. Say, this is how we're going to deliver your rehab. We're going to and monitor on, your progress. It's on your phone, correct? It's on your mobile phone or okay. they can log in on a laptop, of course, or a, or a tablet or anything, but it's in all versions. And so what's going to happen is they're going to get, um, they're going to get, they're going to sign on simply with an email and a password like any other application. And they're going to be welcomed on and they're going to get videos describing what the procedure is going to be. They're going to get explanations on what's required of them. If there's wound care guidelines, post-surgery, things like that. So they're going to have all the information they need about their surgery before they leave right on their phone. And then when they come out of surgery and they go to see the rehab team before they go home, they're going to walk them through, here's what your exercise programs look like. Here's what we're asking you to do as far as surveys go. And, and we're going to be able to monitor you and you're going to be able to communicate all HIPAA compliant, of course, through, through text. And if you need to talk to us, we can schedule a telehealth video visit all inside the platform. So really, it's, it's, just, it's just making it super convenient for the patient. And we've yet to meet a patient who has said, I would much rather have this in a three ring binder full of paper than just have this on my phone or be able to log in. Yeah, and I have to say, I did before the interview, I did go onto your website and it's pretty impressive the videos that you guys have. These are, these are videos of people actually doing the exercise with instructions on how you do it. Now, I have to assume 
I, one thing is for sure, you know, if you get 10 orthopedists in a room, you're going to get 10 different opinions on how you have to do stuff, right? We're all familiar with that. 100%. So, right? So, so I'm assuming that the, the orthopedist, the provider, or the team phys, uh, physical therapist or PA can pick out the exact exercises that they want within the message that goes to the patient, I'm assuming? Yeah, so we we like we license a, a library that we shot um, to every client that comes on, and then they can have their own videos. A lot of our providers actually like to shoot their own and add their own for exactly what you said. They have very slight differences. They can obviously change the instructions that go along with it, uh, and then we help them build their protocols out using that exercise video library, so it can be delivered in whatever manner that they want. So you know they they have a lot of control, but a lot of the clients who work with the smaller ones, they love the fact that it has this exercise library already built because they don't have the funds to go do that or to buy one from another service. So it's really an all-in-one kind of package. But uh, again, we don't actually deliver uh, the protocols. We, we're enabling the orthopedists and the care teams to put their protocols into the digital format to be delivered. That's a huge message. I think everybody really needs to understand that this is not a home physical therapy company. This is a digital platform that allows the providers to, to provide the message in a way that's clear and concise so that the entire team is providing the same message. So now I want you to communicate to your physical therapists out there why their job is secure and why this makes them better. Sure. And so, you know, obviously early on when, when telehealth first came out, um, you know, that, that's a big concern, right? It's, it's the hands of the physical therapist. It's the it's subjective assessment of the patient in person that is so important. And it, it is. It's their experience that really helps. But what, what we really try to say is, look, we're trying to empower the physical therapist with better tools for both delivery of their protocols, which is, like you said, we would never try to tell someone how to care for their patient. We built a platform that allows them to, to really deliver this content and monitor. And so, you know, it's about empowering the physical therapist to basically be more effective, more efficient so, you, so they can see more patients per day if they're not spending a lot of time doing documentation. We integrate with the EMR. So everything, all the clinical measurements, all their patient-reported data is going directly into EMR. And, and they're, you know, the biggest request from the directors of PT is don't give my PTs any more work. It has to make it actually less work. And so we focus on you know, trying to make them more efficient. And now with COVID, you know, with doing all these telehealth visits, they can actually see more patients per hour than they were seeing in person because of the waiting times. And, you know, they can get through the visit uh, virtually and do that. So I think most of our clients are all of them actually, once they've used the platform for a while, they, they can't see ever going back to the old way of doing business because it's just so much more efficient. And, and you know, this is, this is not new technology. It's new technology for healthcare, but every other business has gone through this in the last 10 to 15 years of going through a digital change in, in how their business functions. So we're just applying those same kinds of technologies and, and workflows to kind of a latent industry in healthcare that, that hadn't been very you know, welcoming to it over the last 10 years. All right. So now, so now COVID comes along and now all of a sudden I'm like a CMS expert. Like, I know all this stuff now. I'm like talking to all these people. So it's the 1135 waiver. Is that correct? Am I getting the right numbers? Yeah. So we had this conversation on our last episode with the uh, with Mike Grywe from uh, Ortho Live. But basically, you you guys were HIPAA compliant, which is awesome, right? You, you had to have been, you know, a, a, that's an important part of your platform moving forwards as you're trying to develop a teleconference type thing. But, you know, the problem was is that you you could do teleconferencing, but no one was going to pay you for teleconferencing. Uh, there was some parity laws that are around out there, so you could do some state-to-state -state stuff. But certainly CMS, Medicare, which is probably one of the number one providers for people undergoing these knee replacements and, and things. So all of a sudden now, you've got a HIPAA-compliant platform. You can do teleconferencing, and your people are getting paid for it. And the, and the patients are getting seen and getting cared for. 
What an amazing thought, right? So is this going to yeah, stay? What's going to happen? So we do think it's going to stay. So we've been lobbying for the, you know, CMS has actually been great for, you know, for as outdated as some of the policies are, they've been very good about the last two years about, you know, moving exactly when we were building our company of moving forward with opening up the the reimbursement codes each year being in, in 2020, even before COVID, they made some really great advancements on opening up what could be billed. Obviously now with COVID, they've basically just open the floodgates, which is great for us because they've they've moved up what we thought was going to happen in late 2020, early 21 to right now, where not only can you bill for a telehealth visit that has parity to an in-person visit, there's also new telehealth codes that are outside of those that can be billed as well. So there's actually other billing opportunities and the dust still has to settle a little bit um, you know, on how that's going to work and, and when the private payers are going to follow along. But it's happening and it's amazing because, you know, we were we were a cost center with a lot of benefits for our for our orthopedists. And, and now we're actually a revenue center because, you know, we, we have clients that say zero of our patients want to come into the clinic because they're, you know, they're scared of this and they can just say, hey, we can see you. But like you said, not just for good patient care, but we can also still keep our PTs working and we can keep the lights on and keep business going for the next few months. And from what we understand, the period of emergency as of right now is determined as through 2022. Um, doesn't mean they're going to keep it that long, but the inside people that really know the billing codes better than us have told us that it's going to be very difficult for them to to move this back after it's been in, in place. And I think, like you said, nothing's ever going to go back the exact way it was. Things have changed, and it's going to it's going to change going forward. Yeah, I think you know, I think that there's the our elective surgical machine is ground to a halt, and uh, it, it is it's going to take a long time for it to recover. So you're going to have you know, all of these elderly uh, Medicare patients that are still going to want their surgery, but they're going to be in a prolonged queue. Uh, then you're going to wind up having all of these younger patients who have been out of the workforce, okay? And they're they're not rushing back to have elective surgery anytime soon because they got to go work and, and earn a living. So there's more opportunity for physical therapy and non-operative treatment measures that are available there as well. So I am I'm completely convinced that the way in which we uh, provide uh, health care going forwards is going to be forever changed. And so, you know, what we're trying to do here at the Ortho Show is to provide these solutions for our listeners, both doctors as well as, you know, physical therapists, patients and all anybody that's listening to us. We appreciate them all uh, is to, to give you a light at the end of the tunnel. The smoke will clear and we're going to get going. So. So, Dave, I want you to, as we're as we're summing things up here uh, in this great world that we're living in right now, can you just give us a, just give me a sentence as to how you would sum up what you're doing and and how you're empowering and, and making a difference in the world? Uh, it'll be a little more than a sentence, but I go think for you, it. We'll you, give you it just to you. Hit, you hit the nail on the head that um, you know all of our customers and forward thinking orthopedists and clinicians know that prevention and wellness is really the future. And keeping people out of surgery, we're not going to be able to have the the level of surgeries we have and the and the amount of surgeries happening. So, you know, using uh, prehabilitation techniques, strengthen strengthening techniques that can be delivered delivered remotely or assessed virtually without having to come into a clinic because they're not sick is going to be huge. And I so I think that you know engaging in what is what is really a a complete digital health, which most people still don't understand what that really is, the digital health, you know, kind of care management, which encompasses a lot more than just a, you know, a FaceTime visit with a patient, but really managing patients and only bringing them in when there's something that, that they really need to come see you or, or, you know, one of the, the physical therapists for. So I think the future is bright. I don't, you know, the pendulum's not going to swing all the way back, but I think the, the silver lining in this is when we come out of this, I think we're going to have a more efficient, 
smarter health system that that understands that a lot of the old ways of doing things just don't make sense anymore, uh, and and that we can we can leverage a lot of these technologies to you know to really just do a better job across the board. David, I, I really can't thank you enough for for being our, our guest today to really inform um, our our listeners to really uh, make them smarter, better, and get through this uh, pandemic together. I want to thank our. Ortho Laser, Orthopedic Laser Center sponsor. Uh, you can, of course, follow us and subscribe on all sites that are podcast uh, available. So this is Dr. Scott Sigmund, hashtag follow the fro, host of the Ortho Show. Until next time.